I'm calling. With what? Your scarf? Not my style. He's attractive, sophisticated, not to mention he's prodigious. An interesting style. I'll say. It's a lot of capes. Lando probably has about 80 capes. Whoa! That's my cape! Oh, that's a custom piece! It's fashion at its very core. It's unnecessary, but nice. It's all just fanciness. You might want to buckle up, baby. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Carlos, smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? They got your weakened geek covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 207 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Araj Dolit Shahi, which I was actually called Dolit Chachi this week uh, by Steve D. But I actually liked it. I was a big Chachi fan. <laughs> I, I, I am your host of The Sith List and my co-host for this evening, my co-pilot, Mr. Carlos Borgoyo, who is COVID-free. COVID-free and back in the Sith layer. Very oh, cool. Very thank cool. Thank God. Awesome. So happy, man. Yes. The man we call Crunch Crunch Hazelnuts. The man who laughs at the Chachi joke hysterically. Mr. Les. Uh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> the man who we call King Tom, the king of all pods. The man who is a wounded podcaster this week. He is injured. Aww. He almost didn't make this podcast. He has something wrong with his face. I do know exactly what happened to you, but what he I want to say. He fell off a hammock. He fell off a hammock? He, that could be one of them. Instead of doing Naboo this week, we're going to do what the fuck happened to King Tom. Who hurt the king? Who hurt the king? Because he wasn't able to speak very well. So he almost didn't make this podcast. And he looks like a hockey player on the video right now. Me and Les are very uh, yeah, pumped up right now. I noticed. So King Tom, you look great to me, Les and I, because that's like typical hockey beautifulness. You're a beaut. So King Tom, how you doing, buddy? Other than almost dying. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. And I'm not just saying that. We're happy that you're here, too. Thank you. The man we call El Hombre. The man whose tale can't be told, his freedom he holds dear. He remembers how years ago, in days of old, when magic filled the air, and in the darkest depths of mortar, he met a girl so fair. Mr. Eric. I love Led Zeppelin too. But Gollum at the evil wall crept up and slipped away. Me too. (laughs) I do too. Tonight, 
we welcome a friend to the podcast, a man who we met at Star Wars Celebration, had a great time hanging out. I think we got drunk with him. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure, but I believe there were some drunken moments with him at Steel's event. But we hung out all week. A man who loves long walks on the beach of Scarif. A man who loves to snap his photo box from time to time. Loves cricket, not Jiminy, the sport. And of course, <laughs> loves Star Wars. From Sydney, Australia, please welcome Matthew Turbo Thurbin. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey, thanks for having me. Welcome from the future. Yes, we love having people from Australia because we feel like we're doing the whole back to the future thing. So this is great. Yeah. Especially Steel when we talk to him. And, and yes, we and yes, we did have a few drunken moments. I think it was one AM outside after yes. Steel's event. Mm-hmm. But I think both of us were talking about that sour patch beer the entire night. Am I correct? Correct, yes. Yes, I remember. I, I, I remember some things. That was that's all I must have had ninety five of those damn sour patch beers. They were amazing. Yeah, right. Just gonna say, tough act to follow. Last week Sisters with Savers. They mm-hmm. were brilliant. I subscribed, liked straight away. So Oh, I'm so yeah, glad. So what you get this week is just a generic white dude from Australia. I'll do my my best. (laughs) You know what? You're absolutely right. I want to thank them again for coming on. I feel like such an ass because when I was editing the podcast, I never introduced them properly. I introduced their podcast and raved about their podcast. But Maria, Rihanna, and Raven, thank you so much for coming on. And I apologize that I didn't introduce you properly and have a whole intro section for you. Nothing but the best of luck to the podcast. And we'll be tuning in every week. How's everything over there? How's Australia going? Not too bad. Um, we were we were down to zero new cases for a while there, and we've crept back up to sort of single digit per day, sort of double digit. The kids are at school, but there's talk of sort of bringing him back home to do homeschooling again. Victorians down south are not doing a great job of keeping it keeping it in track. So um, yeah, we'll see how we go. I'm I'm working from home, so I'm happy, and I'm even happier. I, I got up five a.m. this morning. I watched Liverpool FC lift the trophy for the first time in thirty years. Big Liverpool fan. Okay. Les is shaking his head because he is an Arsenal guy. He's a gunner. No, well, yeah. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you, man. 1990 was the last time we won the league, right? So I think I remember around 1990, the World Wide Web became an actual phrase. Mobile phones were bricks. I don't even think SMS existed at that time. So you think about the amount of things that have happened in our lifetime. That's crazy. And around that time was the time they announced... um, Heir to the Empire. So we got a new Oh, nice. I think it was 1991 sort of time yeah. frame. Right. So there was, it was good times around that time. Well, congratulations on your Liverpool. Uh, you. I was a big Wayne Rooney fan when I was a bit younger. So I was a big man, Chester United fan uh, because of Wayne Rooney. But I think he's playing MLS. No, I think he's done. He's now. done with him. Yeah. yeah. I think he went back to Everton. It's a little soccer talk. It's a little football talk on the Sith list. Everybody. Yeah, sorry. Out. Sorry to sidetrack. Eric Nobody better podcast. have checked out. It's the great, one of the greatest sports in the world. It Eric. That's right. Eric, how you doing, my man? Buddy, I'm here on this show today. <laughs> That's how I'm <laughs> doing right now. I tell oh, you what, Turbo, man. First of all, it's so good to have you, dude. Turbo and I, we're like, we're like brothers separated at birth. Hearing you talk about like having cases in the single digits, it blows my mind. Like I live in a county in the state of Illinois. So I'm in the St. Louis, Missouri metro area, but I'm uh, on the other side of the river in Illinois. I am about as far away from Chicago as you can get. The county I'm in is maybe, dude, we're getting 50 and 60 a day here. And then, you know, big cities are getting well into the thousands. And it's like, 
a day. I just, I don't know how, how that so, happened. So kudos to you guys, man. So we're, we're yeah, in, I don't want to go on too much, but we're in double digits and we close the borders. Right. We can't travel down to Victoria. We can't travel to Queensland, which is north. So they're really cracking down on it. So it's a good thing, right? I'm it sure. is. King Tom, king of all pods, without really getting into how you almost died, how is everything else, buddy? Everything else is getting better after what happened. That's kind okay. of what I've been focused on. Okay. After we say hello to Les and Boo, I think we should just get this out of the way. So, okay. Yeah, this uh, is a we, very we can talk about it and make fun of you moment. the rest of the night. Les, how the heck are you? Doing great. Better than King Tom. Yeah. Okay. As of right now, I don't know what happened to him. So, Boo. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm. I'm feeling a lot. I'm feeling a lot, a lot better. better yeah. 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 More, more at ease. You know, right. back in the Sith layer. Uh, hopefully, no technical issues. No. Hopefully, no delay. I. I think that would be really weird if you had that would be. Right <laughs> yeah. If I looked at you and I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Oh God, what's happening? Yeah. yeah and so, baseball's back. Boo. Oh fuck. Just sports are coming yeah. back. But yeah. So yeah, things, things are getting a bit better and some things are kind of taking a dip, but you know, you got to, got to roll with the punches. Well, I'm glad you're doing better. I'm glad that you're healthy. I'm glad that everybody's healthy. Did I tease something there? Oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Did I inadvertently sizzle? Yeah. Segue into King Tom's Naboo. What the fuck happened to King Tom? So King Tom, on the spot, you're going to make up three different things for these okay. guys. All right? Is it just for Boo and I? Or no, for, you know. For, for No, for Turbo and Eric. They don't know. I'm the only okay. one. I'm not in this game. So go okay. ahead. Okay. So in the spirit of Naboo, uh, number one, I was cooking dinner for the family. I was at the oven doing some fancy flipping the pan up in the air shit. Some oil splashed out, hit me in the face. <laughs> Scenario number one. Scenario number two, I was gardening, there was some poison oak, and it got on me. Oh, shit. Scenario number three, I was in the hammock asleep, and from what I guess happened, there was a squirrel in the branches up above, and it fell right on my face. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Angry squirrel. All Those right, are the ta- three scenarios. Talk amongst yourselves. Hmm. What was scenario number I'm, two? I'm, I'm chucking scenario number two right out. What I don't know it? if you're going to... I don't think you're that guy that says tortilla when you're making like breakfast burritos. And you're that, was number one. That's number that was one. number one. That's number one. Okay, that was okay. Number one. That was number one. I'm throwing that out. I don't think you're the dude doing like spinny, flippity stuff in the kitchen. What was you, number you're, two? You're, you like to do your rib thing nicely, so you're not that type of cook, I'm sure. One was the oil splash. Two yeah. was poison, poison oak. oak. Three was poison the oak. raccoon. The raccoon. <laughs> Raccoons wouldn't do that. Squirrel. Oz wouldn't let squirrel. them do that. So squirrels. Hmm. I'm leaning towards hammocks. That must wow. be a big hammock. Damn. That must be a fucking long hammock. Jesus. Right. Now that I think of it. I wonder if he wears a banana hammock. While oh, he's hammock. I, I don't wonder that. No, is I do that, not Is the that. hammock attached to a tree? Is it under a tree? No, it's one of those ones in a stand. Right. Huh. Okay. But is it near a tree? Yes. Oh, yeah, oh, oh it's it. under. Shit. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's not a savage. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> yeah, geez. Yeah. I mean, I am very pale. I don't. Go out in the sun for fun. Okay. <laughs> for, fun. <laughs> for fun. For fun. I don't go out in the sun for recreation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I must. Right. I'm going with the... Oh, man. Yeah, I'm going with the squirrel. Okay. I'm going with number two, the poison okay. oak. I'll stick with hammock. That was my first guess. You, you know, that's that's an interesting thing, because I, I, I put out number one immediately. Mm-hmm. Put out number one immediately, but I think the squirrel thing is a bit too easy. And the poison oak, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You think he climbs trees a lot? No. He is a tree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess I, I have to go with scenario number three. Yeah, number three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're all wrong. As I said, I was doing <laughs> this in the spirit of Naboo. 
It was yeah. poison oak. <laughs> it's poison ivy. Ah. ah. Which knew it. Trade not boom. That was that was very good. So, but Eric did get it right. Um, yeah, get it I right. saw your tweet. Um, oh, just geez. poison ivy sucks, and I'm like, <laughs> man, I've been playing a lot of Arkham Knight on the. <laughs> the last time I got it was 1993, and it was one of those like covered 90 percent of my body out of school for three weeks cases. Think I might have gotten it Friday. I was doing some gardening, and I just started like getting itchy and thankfully it's like my face and just a little bit on my arms and but it, it's it's itchy as hell and i couldn't like talk earlier this week oh no oh, yeah man. so yeah. i'm like i said i'm very happy to be here yeah we're happy <laughs> to man that's but sweet. sometimes i do flip stuff up in the air when i cook okay oh okay <laughs> but do you sometimes wear a banana hammock no oh damn it on, no. dude no he no, comes no. out of there looking like a like he's been laying on a tennis racket He's naked. Oh, are there actually squirrels in Ohio? Oh, yes. Squirrels? All right. Yes, we have them. And I do do see them in the trees, like up above me when I'm laying the head. Like I'll throw stuff up at the tree or just make weird noises (laughs) to get them to go away. I don't want them landing on my face because it would look a lot worse than this. We we have a hammock and it's below a fig tree. So we we get sort of bats, flying foxes. Holy shit! What? Wait, did you say? Wait, wait, did wait, you say the flying foxes? Flying big foxes. ass bat. That yeah. sounds like a minor league hockey team. The yeah, flying like foxes <laughs> take the ice. No, they're just, they're and, uh, pretty much huge. The size of a human. Dude. Yeah, they're fucking. Massive. I've never seen one. <laughs> Look it up right now. No, no, please, please, Look please tell us about this. Yeah, let, what the hell is a flying it, fox? It, it's just like a bat. It's it, it's it's exactly like a bat. One of the so, biggest like bats. Big yeah. monster bat. Remember on the Roadrunner and Wiley e. Coyote where he would get mm-hmm. like the membrane wings? Yes. It's that. Yes. It's literally oh, that. Shit. That's crazy. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could look up in my yard and see a giant ass bat chilling on, and eating figs. Oh. oh, wow. Well, this has been a great intro so far. We haven't yeah. gotten to anything. Well, let me give out the shenanigans real quick. Check us out on the Sithless.net where you can listen to the entire Sithless catalog. Also, it's where you can buy Sithless gear, look at some videos and photos. Videos of our trailer trash, by the way. Just click on the trailer trash tab and watch us watch shitty trailers. And also our Pot It Forward page where we list some of our favorite podcasts like Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, The Pop Culture Hour, The Bad Motivators, Force Toast, The Canto by Dispatch, Star Wars Spelt Out, The Geek Do, Sisters with Sabres, and much, much more. Just click their logo and go straight to where you can listen to them. And not a fuzzy place. I didn't want to say fuzzy because Boo gets upset. Yeah, it weirds me out. <sighs> Let's jump into box office. Streaming top five. Trolls, number one again, everyone. Unbelievably. The Outpost, number two. King of Staten Island, which is King Tom. Number three. Huh? You should have left, number four. And Force of Nature, number five. It seems like it's the same five. By the way, Capone out of the top 100. We did it, ladies. We and did gentlemen. it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, wait, we really? did it. I ordered yeah. it like three times. Okay. <laughs> I'll kill you, Dad. Hey, is this, is this um, streaming or cinemas or both? This is what just streaming. Right. Yeah, cinemas. I don't know if Empire Strikes Back still is number one. I didn't see that, but I know a lot of theaters got shut down again. So I would imagine that I don't know if those numbers are even out. The movie that we talked about, Les and I, last week, The Old Guard. Right is killing it on Netflix. It's hit 72 million households. One of the top 10 most popular Netflix films ever. And it's directed by Gina Prince-Bythewood, which she's the first black female director on that list. 
Very, very cool. And she just got signed to do something. I think. With, right? Something big with Anna DeVernay. Yeah. I believe. And this is from a graphic novel, which I didn't know. Yeah. Anybody else watch anything good at all uh, this week? I did. Um, What'd you watch? My, my local cinema, uh, local family-owned cinema, it's just a single cinema. I think it's the last independent cinema in Sydney. Um, it opened up about three weeks ago, and they're playing old classic 35mm films. So right. I think two weeks ago I saw Batman, but Tim Burton's oh, Batman. That's cool. That is mil. rad. The, I, f- I forgot how a sort of dark and grimy 35 mil can be. It was a, probably mm. an old print, but it was it was brilliant. Um, oh, it's so cool. And they played a few trailers beforehand. I think Princess Bride, the one of the original 35 oh, great. mil trailers. And just yesterday they announced that A New Hope and Empire is playing in August and September. Oh, five, we're coming for, down, Australia. For five dollars. <laughs> so, oh, while, while, so they was, while they were shut down, they had this um, thing where they opened the candy bar, as you guys would call it, for for drinks, popcorn, and right. choc tops. I don't know if choc tops is a thing for you guys. And they they offered gift cards, so they offered um, five dollar films, so you could pay up front. You know, spend fifty bucks, and when the cinema returns, you could see movies for five bucks. So, oh, that's fantastic! And to scoop bit of shit pers- up. like on average, we spend about fifteen bucks on a on a ticket here. Yeah, same thing here. Same thing yeah. for us, pretty much. About fifteen to twelve to fifteen, right? Yeah. Well, that's great, man. That's fantastic. Anybody else watch anything streaming wise for us here in the states? Less? No. King Tom, Eric, no. No, I was just trying to think, and uh, no, definitely not. I watched. And I watched all these episodes, and you might say, "Why the fuck did you watch this?" But Zach Efron, which I'm not a, like a huge fan of Zach Efron or anything, but he has a show on Netflix called Down to Earth, and it's about him and this guy that he started listening to a podcast of um, a wellness guy that does everything natural and sustainability and booze rolling his eyes. I get it. I'm I'm for all that. Don't 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 <laughs> don't <laughs> shit on me like that. Jesus, I'm just saying. I'm just, God, people need damn. to know exactly what's going on here, bro. Fuck, you can you can. You can <laughs> Cut out the commentary, <laughs> you asshole! You make me sound like I'm fucking like I'm, I'm one of the bad wow. guys from uh, from uh, was it uh, Captain Planet show? Yeah, pollution! Fuck yeah! No, you dick! Well, Boo usually when we drink all the cans, he usually just gets them and throws them over the curbs. The yeah, yeah, like I litter. My yeah. my, my sister is a littering Nazi. <laughs> yeah, you think I'm a god? <laughs> damn it! Well, no, what's wrong with you? Well, what I'm trying to say, Boo, oh. is that. He journeys around the world with a wellness coach, Darren Olin, and he to explore sustainable sustainable ways to live without dealing with big everything. You know what I mean? Big oil and getting right. food and having the food being transported around the country is really fascinating. And the message that he was trying to convey is fantastic. And Zach Efron is kind of like us. He's a newbie at this thing. So he gets this guy, goes around the world, and he's like amazed by everything. Kind of like how we would be, except for Boo, because he doesn't believe it. Jesus. <laughs> I went online to see... The comments, because uh, I was like, okay, this was really good. I watched all of them. There's like eight episodes, really 30 minutes long. Fascinating. Really cool. I was like, okay, I'm pretty pumped up. I'm going to go see what people think. I, w- I went online, and I'm not just talking about Twitter. I, I looked up like Reddit. Variety, Reddit. Well, not Reddit. Oh. Um, I don't know. Just all the, the, the colliders and all that stuff, right? Only thing I found was social media is in an uproar. And these were the headlines because Zac Efron has a dad bod. It wasn't about like Zac Efron's message or the show's message or like, man, I felt so bad about where we're at as a society. Yeah, There was not one 
article about what the show on Netflix was about. It was all about Zac Efron's dad bod. And let me tell you, if he has a dad bod right now, I would love to have that fucking dad bod. <laughs> what's his, yeah. uh, what's his uh, BMI? I, no. I don't know. Yeah, what, we're all in trouble. Yeah, yeah we're, we're yeah. That, that's the, I have a great grandfather bod then. Yeah, if he has a dad all bod. Over for everybody. Yeah. Jesus, Lord. And Lorena absolutely loves him to death. You should watch the show. It's really good. And, and even if you're not on the left coast and you, you think that all that stuff is like tree hugging liberal stuff telling you just watch it it's really fascinating and it's about other countries around the world and the way that they cultivate and produce food and not have to rely on the companies coming in and shipping it and all that stuff so just watch it it's really cool and zach efron you do not have a dad bod and he's still dude he's still big he still looks good i don't know why people are freaking out but that's where our society is that zach is efron he a dad, is a dad bod. do we know if he's a dad can you have? He is not. A, he is not a dad. He is not can you a, have dad, a dad. Bod if you're not a dad, that's why. That's why. I have washtub abs. Washtub abs. Washtub abs. That's awesome. Well, let's get into some Star Wars. Kylo, you don't have a dad bod. I've seen your chest. Can you tease us some Star Wars? It's time. Eric's Star Wars report. Kylo Ren has an eight pack. Kylo Ren is <laughs> shredded. Uh, so, so hey, first things first, man. Uh, John Boyega. There was a whole stink about this, and somebody had mentioned, "What if? Uh, wouldn't it be cool to see Finn and blah 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 come back?" And John Boyega replied, "I've moved on." And yeah. boy, oh boy. People went bonkers over this. <laughs> and of course, you, as one would suspect, you would think that it, it, obviously the first thing to do is assume that that means he hated everything about making those movies and that it's just further proof that the sequel trilogy was awful. And that's exactly what he meant. And that's the end of the story. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, he's like, listen, I had spent seven years on this and I'm doing something else now. But uh, so when you guys saw this, did you think, yep, here it is. The sky is definitely fallen. I mean, what do they expect him to do? Retire on his Star Wars earnings? No, he's just moved on to other movie- movies. It's as simple as that. That's, that's it. What are you going to do right. as an actor? Move on. Right. And it's time to move on. Next not project. just because you're like Eric said, you've been seven years of your life, but you don't want to be typecast as something for the rest of your life. So yeah, he wants to move on and do other shit. Just like Oscar Isaac said the exact same thing. Daisy Riddler, oh, Daisy like Ridley that. said this exact same thing. Wait, wait, Daisy Riddler, Daisy Riddler. Yes. <laughs> da- whoa, whoa. You just pitched to be Daisy Ridley to be the Riddler. The next Riddler, Daisy Ridley like will that. be the next Riddler. Ridley me this. <laughs> there it is. There Who's it gonna is. Th- Who's going to be poison Ivy? Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that was perfect. Thank you. Great timing. It was good. It was. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. King Tommy usually throws it at me, so it's it's time. The chai tea okay, is working Daisy tonight. It's, yeah, I'm I'm doing Sorry, chai guys. chai tea tonight, by the way, with white claw corona seltzer oh. fake white claw. So it's gonna be oh. interesting. But I will say that majority, yeah, exactly. Majority of the Star Wars actors say this after Harrison Ford's been saying it since New Hope. He's been wanting to die. (laughs) Yeah. Kill me. So people just chill, right? Relax. Yeah. Well, let's just say this, though. Okay. Star Wars fandom, we're all part of it. What part of how we, as a 
collective act would make anybody want to stay involved in this mm-hmm. they, yeah. once they've done their thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, with the exception of going to Star Wars Celebration and having like those dedicated hardcores going crazy, everything else is just getting crapped on right and left. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm sure it's that way with all other fandoms, too. I'm just, you know, more closely associated with it. So I can't say that it would be a particularly attractive thing to get involved in anyway. You know what? I don't think it is like that with any other fandom. I don't see Doc Whovians freaking out over certain no, things. They do. Do they really? Yeah, they do. They, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. They freak out? Yeah, yeah. Especially Brown because they, their fandom goes Maybe back to like 1963. Yeah. Okay. okay. Brown, brown coats are. Yeah, they are. Really? They're all about it. Well, it man. makes me feel Don't better. Don't mess then. around. Tre- Star Trek fans do the same thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, yeah, well, with the re- okay. most recent. Re- oh, but, good. Okay. I feel but, better about our community then. We're all assholes. The un- That's great. The only person that doesn't want to move on is Anthony Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> really. <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to address that part. I was going to say, if you're John Boyega, do you really want to be that and just say, I only want to work in Star Wars or I'm always available just for that? He's a young actor. He's Well, he he's a- very pumped up about his Pacific Rim career. That's going to be taken off. Really? Well, yeah. Well, with no, uh, not really. Oh, hey, what the heck? <laughs> no. Yeah. With Godzilla versus King Kong. That's the next step, you know, in this uh, in this franchise. Wasn't there going to be a sequel to Attack the Block? Yes, there is. There is. There is going to be. But I will guarantee you this. In three, four years, they asked John Boyega to come back and do a Star Wars movie. You think he's going to say no? Come on, man. It's all going to come down to money at that point. Because, you you know, you don't want that to damage your career. And that could be with anything. I mean, Mm -hmm. think about some of the biggest franchises in the world that somehow once people get a little bit further away from it, you know, it's the bite the hand that feeds you thing. Like the the people who were in the Twilight movies. Now, dude, those were not my bag. I watched one of them and I'm like, ah, that'll do. That'll, that's, that's, that'll do. But, but to come out of that, that show, that movie put some of them on the map and to, to mm-hmm. hear him complain about it now, it's like, I realize that doing, taking a role like that can sort of wreck your, wreck your future prospects. But, um, Yeah. I think that if they were going to bring him back, the good news now is is that they would be in a position to need him. You know mm. what I mean? He he yeah. did his run, yeah. he did his That's three right. movies, and so like fast forward five years, and they're wanting to do this thing, and right. uh, they're like, "Holy crap! If John Boyega doesn't sign on for this, we're sort of done because we're not going to recast Finn." And so yeah, that's there's there there comes his leverage, and that's what. Well, and I guarantee you, Eric, if we go back and look at some articles from after Revenge of the Sith, I guarantee you, Ewan said, I'm just Ewan, done. Ewan was totally out. I mean, he had, I think, what, a stretch of seven years or something. But for John, Daisy, all, all of the sequel trilogy cast, it's been a very intense five years of pretty much nothing but Star Wars. Of course, they would want to do something. Yes, else. of course. And like Eric said, you have all these clickbait sites taking the interview and their headlines are like, John Boyega hates Star Wars. John Boyega is never doing Star Wars again. And he never says any of that. He just says he's moving on to other things. It's clickbait sites being assholes at certain fans being idiots. And it's just a mess. I feel bad for these actors as people when stuff like this mm-hmm. happens. Yeah, I do too. I always wonder like when they're driving to Celebration and Celebration is the best of us. Pretty much. You know what I mean? What are they thinking in their head after they're done? Man, are they they're all going to just backstab me after the movie's out. They're all just going to fuck with me. I'll tell what? you what they're thinking. Some of those people 
could use a shower. <laughs> Con crud. So here's another thing. Uh, I'm big into collecting stuff and Galaxy's Edge oh, collectibles dude. hit Target for pre-sale. A whole bunch of them and wow. they're gone. Yeah, it's completely I looked it up done. Too. They uh, the big ones, obviously, are the the Falcon, which is uh, I believe it's the same outside shell as the what do they refer to it as the Legacy collection i have one of them sitting up here it's the most gigantic three and three quarter scale falcon that they made no, no that's no, your original. way bigger than that that's the original one yeah yeah this is this is it's like two of those so wait eric eric are you saying yours is bigger than Araj's? <laughs> yes twice <laughs> as um but, twice uh, as twice as but uh wow. The um, so you're saying you're f- at four inches, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm killing it. So anyway, <laughs> the 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 dish is different. The dish is rectangular. It also comes with Hondo and Chewbacca with a with a grip of porgs. So that's pretty <laughs> cute, but it's not available anymore. To no, it's so not. I went so to go for that. Uh, it's four hundred bucks, by the way. Four hundred yeah. bucks. I just want to yeah. throw that out there. So I'm guessing that half of them that got pre-ordered were gifts for me from other people. So thank you ahead mm-hmm. of time. I'm just going to tell you. Uh, <laughs> the, the other big one that I was interested in is uh, Black Series Captain Cardinal. And uh, for you guys that don't know, um, Captain Cardinal was a character that was introduced in the Phasma novel. And uh, he's pretty cool, man. Um, Vi, what's her name from Galaxy's Edge? Marathi. Marathi, she um, basically teams up with him, and uh, it's it's really cool. And he, he's basically Red Phasma, if if that helps clear things up. Mm-hmm. And cool figure, already gone. Oh, that's gone too. <laughs> oh yeah. So I got the email from Target. Blah blah blah. Ready for pre order. And that email had been in my inbox for maybe fifteen minutes. I go, and everything's gone. So, Jeez. but there's some other cool stuff that I'm not interested in. Like there's a remote control BB-8 that those are great and all, uh, but I've already got like three different ones. I don't need another. And um, there's a black series droid that I thought would be pretty cool to get to. But uh, man, that Falcon is going to be a big deal. Yeah, it's so cool looking. And it opens up in the front instead of the back. I noticed. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, So yeah. Does a legacy do that too? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. it opens up in the front section. So basically between the, like from the dish area forward to the the, the mandible. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, which honestly would make a lot of sense. That's what you'd expect the ship to, to be like. All <laughs> yeah. the mechanical stuff is <laughs> right, in the back right, by the engines. Right. But anyway, that's pretty neat. And again, I can't stress this enough. If you got that Falcon for me, I will make room for it on my shelf of many Falcons. Okay. Huh. First world problems right there, right? On my shelf with many falcons. No, it's that's its official name. The shelf of many falcons. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's called. But uh, I have I have one falcon and I am so proud of it. <laughs> so anyhow, <laughs> that's pretty nifty. Now we we've got some other news, but we talked about the Bad Batch thing, right? Well, right. Sam Whitwer, you guys know him. He was what was he on Twitch? Was that the deal? A stream yeah. on Twitch. So anyway, he was talking mm-hmm. about, you know, he's just kind of teasing around. Now, he hasn't said whether or not he's voicing anybody in there. 
But anyway, he talks about what it looks like and he doesn't say what it looks like, but he goes back to the quality of the Clone Wars and how big of a deal it was when the Clone Wars came back and the Clone Wars was able to be finished and the quality of the <laughs> Clone Wars. So yeah, my so. guess is that he's trying to give us a hint that it's going to look like the Clone Wars. The, the, you know, those, those last four episodes especially beautiful it it's a masterpiece it really is everything about it was perfect and man i'll tell you what you want to give me more animation like that i will watch it yep absolutely that's exactly the animation that i've been waiting for this whole time are you hip to that turbo is that your bag man i was never a clone wars guy and but until season seven um it really struck me so I, i agree that those last that last arc was pretty cinematic, so I'd love to see something like that back in the cinemas when we can all go back to the cinema. Oh, oh, that'd be so that'd cool. Be cool. That'd yeah. be so cool. I'd love to see that in the cinema. Yeah, that'd be that'd pretty be awesome. exciting. So now, the big deal. And I'll tell you what, this is starting to become a thing. We might as well come up with a segment called Noah and Corey said. Because <laughs> yeah, that's be, so cool, man. Yeah. We need a theme so, song. You know, we've never been particularly huge about spoilers on this show. But they they released some information and like the trades have picked it up. I mm-hmm. just saw a tweet from Empire that not the movie, Empire magazine, and they're getting credited for it, which to me I think is one of the most often overlooked things in yep. this fandom that we're in, especially among like competing sites, which I think is a bummer. But they have been credited for this time and time again. And I haven't watched the entire video. Do one of you guys that's seen the whole thing want to talk about everything? I'm going to tell you, it's a big deal. Don't feel like this is going to spoil anything for anybody. No, it's not a spoiler. No. Yeah. It's just, here's what's going to happen. Well, I talked to Noah last night mm-hmm. and he gave me the lowdown of what is going down. So I didn't see the video, but I got it from the horse's mouth, really. And you know how cool it is to do show notes. And when you're doing show notes, you see your friends' names on the source. It's just so cool. Eric's right. It's it's a great thing that they're using them and giving them credit as where it came from. So great job. And I, and I let them know, both of them know last night, that I'm so proud of them. And they just keep doing what they're doing. It's, it's just great. So we are getting a Lando series, evidently. And Donald Glover is coming back to portray Lando Calrissian. This is a huge deal. A huge, huge deal. This is interesting because this is something that I would think that Donald Glover might have not want to get back into because people talked a lot of shit on it, even though he came up pretty good on it. Everybody loved his character and the way he portrayed it. I am absolutely stoked about this. And I don't I haven't talked to too many people. I saw a couple of people that just said, pass, pass. I'm going to pass right along this one. Fuck off. This is amazing. Donald Glover is such a great actor, such a great talent. He killed it as Lando. And if we're going to get more Lando, how can you not want to watch this? I'd love to see Lando back. I mean, I'd love to see it from a perspective of Lando and having even Han Solo come back as a sort of bit part in the background. So, yeah. Dude. I'll take any new Star Wars, to be honest. Just give me content. Can you imagine if Alden was just playing us? That last interview that he did, he's like, I haven't heard it. I've heard some stuff, but I haven't really heard anything. But he knows the whole time that he might be popping in or coming back. He was waiting for Noah and Corey to break it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. When he said he's heard stuff, that's where he heard it from. Yeah, yeah. Corey North gave him a ring. 
how could you not be pumped about this? You know, it's, you, come on, you know, this is, it, at the end of the day, it's it's content. You know, this is something that we want. It's a new series, something else that Disney Plus can put on. It looks like they've maybe been thinking about this for a while. So maybe they're just ready or on the cusp to start filming whenever people can start filming again and things like that. So it seems like this has been in the works. This probably would have been a... Um, celebration announcement oh shit it probably would have been a panel or something like that something that would have gone nuts but you know yeah so yeah of course i'm super excited well boo if this is going to happen it's not going to happen next year no it's going to be in production so 2022 could be the panel in Anaheim. oh yeah no i, I, was, just, How cool I, was, just, I was just saying like an announcement oh, announcement thing. And just have him walk out yeah exactly oh, yeah you just have him shit. come out in the cape and everybody lose oh, their fucking oh, minds oh, and he's capes. like you better buckle up, baby. Yeah, he's like, I'll see you guys later on Disney Plus. Fucking goes nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and would have been rad. <laughs> so that, cool. that shit, just that, just just like you, a uh, boo. A uh huh. You need to quit your job. <laughs> get a job writing for these this sort of scenario you, yeah. you should do Les and I will do that together because he, yeah. he said some winners it'll have been a, a Ben Mendelsohn move where he comes yeah, out as Krennic right. doesn't say a word just comes out with fucking death troopers stands <laughs> there and then just leaves you're just like oh my god that was the greatest thing I've ever seen but think about this that could happen as well oh yeah there's rumors that he might be in Cassian so him showing up, Ooh. him showing up at a celebration with his cape again with this with the Death Troopers. Do oh. they have a cape off? They would have a cape off. Okay. Who, who who wins in that in that scenario? Oh, I would say Mendo, man. Me too. Mendo's cape is pretty Ooh. sick because Lando's got multiple capes, right? We yeah, saw but, in the Falcon. Yeah, but Mendo only needs one cape. That's what. I'm, well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. No, I agree. It's not G. It's not G. He, he needs the cape. Yeah. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love I love Lando's cape. Cape off cape 2022. Off? Yeah. Well, what do you think about this, Les? Not the cape, but the whole thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's awesome. Or, or capes. Uh, and it's awesome for Corey and Noah to be able to. So cool, huh? Yeah. So good for them. Massive. In and out still better than Whataburger. Though. Noah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah, that's we clear. That. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I haven't had Whataburger. That, I can't. That's Noah. I can't yeah, from our know. sources. Yeah. But uh, ultimately, yeah, like everybody's saying, it's more Star Wars content. And yeah, we get to see a lot, maybe a bit more depth to lando and that's always going to be awesome yeah that's going to be crazy so he's going to so let's just think about this king tom is he what time well we don't know what time frame they're really going to do are they going to do it pre-meeting han or after meeting han what would you rather see king tom i'd almost rather see well, no, I was get, I was going to say after meeting Han, because then you could see how he builds himself back up and is in shape to get to Bespin. But we know he's not in charge of Bespin, even by the time of, of episode four. Right, right. Um, but hmm. if, if we if we see before meeting Han, then there's a chance that they would have Phoebe Waller-Bridge. L3. Oh, L3, interesting. Um, as part of it. But at the same time, will they be able to get Donald Glover, who's extremely talented and extremely busy and mm-hmm. her in on this or would they just be going for him so i think i think it will be after well after can't, he loses it, the falcon does lando and han meet after what we've seen them and in, in solo that was my question because in empire they talk about the last time did they say the last time you no, or no says, you got, got a lot of guts, guts coming here, here. After what you pulled what you pulled so i i don't think calling out a guy for cheating Trying to cheat you in cards is pulling something. I would think so, something that happened after that. So that leaves 
it open for what Turbo said and Han and Chewie can show up in this thing. Oh, damn. Yeah, we, we get bedtime stories with Lando, basically. Oh, man. That'd be fantastic. Wow, that's some news, isn't it? And they have other news coming out. So just watch the Kessel Run transmissions because they have some other stuff coming out along the pipeline as well. That's pretty Did, crazy, I will just say. I was thinking about Obi-Wan, um, and this is kind of wishful thinking, but since Australia or, or Sydney, to be precise, is, is doing pretty well in the COVID situation, and we have Fox Studios and the prequels are filmed here, and they, there's an ILM office in Sydney – why don't they bring the volume to us? Bring Obi Wan to us. Bring Ewan to us. You've got Joel Edgerton lives in Sydney. I think Bonnie Peace, who played Baru, also lives in Sydney as well. Bring it here. Why not? Can I start a rumor? You please do it right now. Go ahead. You heard it. <laughs> okay. We're the new I'll, Corey, and they're I'll, staying I'll the with you, right? They're staying in your house. Yeah. Breaking news: yeah. Kenobi in Australia. <laughs> I want you to heard it here first. It makes sense. By Turbo. And makes total sense. Our source, Turbo. Got it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> okay, so fantastic news about Lando. Fantastic news last week about Hayden coming back. I hope that all these rumors come true because we are in for some amazing Star Wars content. And as podcasters, Jiminy Crickets, this is amazing. Thank you, Eric, for all that cool Star Wars content. Thank you for Noah and Corey for bringing yeah. the thunder too. Man. Right. By the way, I want to say that I started a audiobook that King Tom recommended, which is the uh, it's the Resistance Reborn. Did you start it? Resistance oh, yeah, Reborn. Resistance Reborn. I thought you meant. I thought no, you meant no. I also I also thing that came out this week, and I bought that one too. So I'm all about it right now. And what I've been doing is I've been listening to it while I'm with Malik while Lorraine is in session. I've been putting it on on all the speakers. And I've been listening to the audiobook. So I haven't fully started the Afra book, okay. but I started Resistance Reborn. I'm in chapter four. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, man. The whole yeah. other way of looking at Poe Dameron uh, so far, So, which mm-hmm. is uh, super, super cool. So thank you for that recommendation. Yeah. Resistance Reborn, it takes place right before Rise of Skywalker. It's a very it, – it's, it's a lot of fan service, but in a good way. And the Afra – it's an audio drama. It was not a book. But it's yeah, and I love that. I it's love an adaptation that. of her appearances in the first Vader comic series, but it expands on it a lot where it introduces a lot of her backstories, and it's very well done. That's what I heard. Yeah, that's why I bought it. That's great. Um, let's get into pop culture and reboots and remakes. First of all, I want to do a moment of sound for John Lewis, congressman, civil rights leader, civil rights activist, legend. Um, unfortunately passed away on Friday and he left behind a tremendous legacy. He was an icon, a defender of voting rights, a mentor, a father, a husband, a moral compass of the Congress. And as of 2013, a lot of people don't know this, he was a comic book hero. And thank you for NPR for doing this piece and Lorena for suggesting me to bring this up on the podcast. We have a snippet of it and uh, let's listen to a moment of sound. And the person that made this graphic novel with him, let's uh, listen to it. Lewis released a trilogy of graphic novel memoirs called March. Andrew Iden co-wrote those books. Here's John Lewis talking about the initial spark of the idea in September of 2013. I wanted to do it. He convinced me that we should do it to make the story available to another generation, to children, to young people, and to those of us 
not so young. And Andrew Iden joins us. You were working in Congressman Lewis's office when the March trilogy came about. Tell us the story behind it and what it was like to work with him after working for him. Yeah, well, I started in his office answering his mail. And by that point, I was working on his reelection campaign. And we were coming down to the end of the campaign. Folks were talking about what they were going to do after. And I, I started talking about, I'm going to a comic book convention. And everybody laughed at me. But the congressman said, don't laugh. There was a comic book during the civil rights movement, and it was incredibly influential. And I looked it up, and that was our inspiration. That was our guide. It was this comic, Martin Luther King and the Montgomery story that the congressman remembered. And he ultimately went to Comic-Con with you, that comic book convention in San Diego. And he cosplayed as an earlier version of himself. You know, there were some kids who wanted to talk to the congressman after our panel at Comic-Con. And we suggested, well, why don't, why don't you march with us? And so here was the congressman in his trench coat with the backpack. And he put two books in it. And he put an apple and an orange and a toothbrush and toothpaste in it, just like he'd done uh, in 1965. And he led those, those kids down the hallway through San Diego Comic-Con. And by the time we actually got to the booth to sit down and sign their books, there were thousands of people following. Us. And it was one of those moments where you knew he was not just trying to uh, sell books or anything. He was he was showing the way. He was yeah. literally walking hand in hand with the next generation. So there you go. That's a uh, segment of an NPR uh, interview. If you want to listen to the whole interview, it's it's up on the NPR.com um, and look up John Lewis. And it's about, I think it's about a 10 minute interview and it's fantastic. Okay, moving on to uh, an email from OG Rob weighs in. Hey, Sith List. Hope your summer is going well and corona-free. Quick comment on Colton Michael, Michael Colton's question from last week. Dude, Stranger Things is set in Indiana. That's right. You also have the quirky and underrated eerie Indiana. I would also suggest that Breaking Away, Hoosiers, and Rudy rate well above the distinction of some sports movies. True. King Tom, you definitely don't have much, but Ready Player One takes place in Columbus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. And the the building I work in is in the background of one of the... Oh, that's shots. cool. That's an underrated film, by the way. I will say that. Boo. I'm glad you tested negative for COVID, but you're pissing me off. If you finally <laughs> watch The Last Dragon, then I take that back. But otherwise, know that you're on the list. Oh, shit. I'm Stay sorry. safe, guys. I'm OG sorry. Rob. Thanks, OG Rob. And Boo, have you watched The Last Dragon? No, I haven't. I'm sorry. And God he won't. I will. He won't. I will. No. Well, when are you going to watch it? I don't when I don't know when the world is an ending kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> wait a minute. Well, maybe maybe you should you should watch, watch it. it before the world ends. I don't You'll know. You'll be yeah. deprived. Uh, yeah, Shogun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My fucking world almost ended last week. So That's yeah. right. I guess you guys are right. That's yeah. true. <laughs> uh, OG Rob, we're pushing him. I know Eric's pissed at him too. <laughs> I promise I will see it. I swear. Oh, man. Hey, OG Rob. I just want to say, if you ever like send me any movies, I'll watch them. <laughs> right away <laughs> like right away. right away sir <laughs> there you go G-Rob. that's right and if anybody sends me one of those galaxy's edge millennium falcons i will play Ooh. with it day one right away right away <laughs> that is right hey eric the, the one or two or three falcons that you're gonna move for that can you send those falcons my way <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So, so, see that's Falcon, the answer you're supposed right? to give, Carlos. You're supposed to say, uh, "We'll work on that." We'll work. Not, not I, I, I am working on it. I will. Not a, not I'm, a I'm working. I will. Yeah. I will. I will. I will. It. No. There. no. Just, Best part just, is when I asked Eric that, he literally turned around and looked at his Falcons to see which ones were disposable. I was waving at him. <laughs> Bye, guys. I love you. Oh <laughs> man. Well, our friend Keanu Reeves, who's everybody's friend because he's such a nice guy, Whoa. right? Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I, I played Actor. defense for him in a game. 
So there you yeah, go. There you Actor, go. musician, film producer, and now comic book writer. Is there anything Keanu Reeves can't do? The Hollywood action man has teamed up with New York Times bestselling graphic novelist Matt Kint to produce a 12-issue comic series called Berserker. The comic centers on a violent demigod who has been wandering the earth searching for answers and his existence. So about his existence. Fuck off, Les. You don't need to read it for verbatim. Oh, man, you're the one over there sipping chai <laughs> and called, a white claw, bro. <laughs> yes, it's called Berserker. You know, they, Berserker. you know, they should get that uh, that guy who was in Clerks to do the theme song for it. Ah, oh, there it is. Oh, yes. Would you like to make some make fuck him. Berserker? <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a band called the Berserker out of Melbourne. They're like a death metal grindcore band. Makes sense for that name. I could see this happening as a movie, too. If you've seen some of the panels, it looks pretty cool. So if you're into comics, you're into Keanu Reeves, check it out. Now, this next news is for Boo. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong surfaces with some news and a new synopsis. Ooh. You ready for this? I saw, I saw Close the, your eyes, Boo. I Close saw your the leaked picture. Close your eyes. Okay. Okay. Let's make sure his eyes are closed. Legends collide as Godzilla and Kong, the two most powerful forces of nature, clash in the spe- spectacular battle of the ages. Can Les read this? No. Yeah, the monster was- <laughs> Hold on. You're ruining, Hold on. You're ruining the fun here. This is- he needs to open his eyes every time you Close stutter. your eyes. <laughs> the monster war rages on the surface and deep within our world as the spectacular secret realm of the Titans, known as the Hollow Earth, is revealed. Oh, shit. You can open your eyes now. Okay. No, just close them again. Mm. What do you think? Uh, that sounds bitching. Uh, more Titans is always great. And then... Keep your eyes closed, please. No. Uh, <laughs> people have been kind of waiting for this for a while, wondering if this was going to happen. And it looks like it is. So yeah, so this sounds bitching. The Hollow Earth thing is kind of interesting because that's something that is mentioned, but not really... They never really did anything with it. So the fact that they actually are going for it, that is awesome. So we're not getting Monster Island? You're, well, you're looking know. at the wrong dude, man. You Maybe. need to talk to Boo on this one. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of Kong or Godzilla. You're a hater. I'm not a hater. I'm going to go watch this. Turbo, you're a big fan of Godzilla. Uh, More so Kong, I'd say. (laughs) (laughs) You excited about this? The prospect of Kong versus Zilla? Yeah, but I've got a lot more movies I've got to watch before that. So There you go. If I get around to it. Yeah, I didn't see that last one, but I heard it was pretty good. I heard the action sequences are pretty rad. Well, there you go, boo. You can, you. you can leave now. All right. It's over. We have our lost season four breakdown by our friend Ian. Let's listen. Hello, Sithless. This is Ian with your weekly lost talk. So I just finished watching season four and I loved how we see the division between the survivors themselves. You know, some go with Jack, the others go with Locke. It's a division of whether the people are actually there to to save them or not. And they're not. They're Widmore's trying to get back to the island, and they're hired to capture Ben. And I love the, the Desmond episode. I think it's called The Constant. By the time we're around episode 10, I really feel like this season's the transition. And now the show's really starting to become the show that it is, if that makes sense. And talk about a season finale. Jeremy Bentham. I totally thought it was someone else, and it's fucking Locke. I'm just going to stop right there, and uh, that's all I got. Sorry, it's a little all over, over the place, but uh, that's it. Thanks. Logging off. Ian, appreciate the season four 
I'm glad you got through season three. Season four was a lot better, and it's going to get better from here on out. King Tom, you think Ian is in the clear now and is going to be enjoying every other season from here I on out? Th- I think so, because here the, the creators were not treading water. They weren't trying to waste time with anything. Every episode, especially after you get past season, season four, because I think there are one or two when they go to find the gas station, not the chemical gas, not, not Arco. Right. There's that one weird episode when they they have to stop the gas from being released. Yeah, once you make it past that, every episode means something. You get something big, something great every episode. And what Ian said about the, the constant, that definitely is one of, if not the best episodes of the, of the whole series. The final episode of the season, you just don't know what it's setting up because of the way that the two groups get split up and it leads into season five, which is probably my favorite of the whole series. Season five was. But yeah, I'm really glad Ian is still liking it. And I guess like you, looking forward to seeing what Ian has to say next. Yeah, me too. Let's move on to our trailer trash. We have two this week. One from our guest Turbo. The other from our listener Coda. So Coda sent us three. Turbo sent us a fantastic one. Coda sent us three amazing ones. We're going to play one of those and turbos but we're definitely going to get back to some of the one other ones that coda sent us in a world where podcasts are afraid to take on shitty content rise five microphone heroes to save the day and bring you the worst trailers in history this is trailer trashed let's watch coda's first and it's called killer condoms i believe <laughs> Sounds great already. I know it's champion. It's absolutely champion. Okay, is everybody ready? Absolutely. Killer condom. Here it comes. No pun intended. Something horrible is invading New York. Something terrifying. <laughs> Look at his oh, little condoms no. around. That's amazing. Uh, Coda, you just this is Luigi Macaroni. Luigi Macaroni is the lead detective. <laughs> what the? Oh my God! No. Udo Samuel, star of the masterpieces of German cinema, Far Away So Close, and Casper Hauser. What? Wait, the condom has oh, teeth? teeth? Oh, the they have condom. teeth. I got gotcha. you. Oh. That it could cost him his life. Under the direction of Martin Waltz and boasting the lavish production of Ralph Dietrich and Harold Lavish. <laughs> lavish production. <laughs> lavish production, huh? What is that? H.R. Geiger, whose creations thrilled H.R. Geiger? Killer Condom was an official selection of the prestigious Berlin Film Festival and has won accolades from audiences worldwide. I don't know what to say, man. What the fuck What the fuck is happening? Of course. Oh, my... Oh, God. Ugh. I have so many questions. I have so many questions. So I have nightmares. A, a chest burster alien? Wait, wait time out. I, so the condom has teeth? I guess. But it looked like a monster. Yeah, that, that was a killer. No. <laughs> I guarantee no. you this got made solely because someone came up with the tagline, the rubber that rubs you out. That yes. Was, that is gold. 
<laughs> trauma I, on brand here's, there. Here's what I didn't like about it. Okay. It's the, the, <laughs> wow, the, we're critiquing the, it now. It's funnier when, when they're trying to make a good movie and it's terrible. As yeah. opposed to when you've got somebody whose last name is Macaroni, you know, okay. Luigi Macaroni. Get it right, buddy. Yeah, they went into this as a... But but still, but still, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty pretty epically awful. That was it was fantastically awful. That was, uh, and the guy that was doing the narration was like Academy Award winner, <laughs> and prestigious, <laughs> and lavish production of a bunch of content. The, the, the greatest star in German cinema history. Yeah, yeah. Uh, H. R. Geiger was H. R. Geiger. Was he the, the alien, alien design, uh, yeah. design and the artwork? Yeah. And for he also did xenomorphs. He also yeah. did covers for Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer. Right, Eric? You know what? I'm not sure about that. I think he did. I think he did. Huh, okay, that was number one. And now we are getting into the second trailer trash, and this is from our guest Turbo. Turbo, do you know anything about this film? You've seen it uh, a long time ago on VHS. It's an Australian film with some international actors that we That's might all. know from other films. Exactly. Mm, Keep an okay. eye out. The Time Guardian. Uh, straight from Australia into your hearts. Nine, 1987. Oh, it was a good year. Should be good. For over 500 years, this city has been your mother. Now. City what the fuck? This is not a skirmish. This is a war. We must. Did you recognize her? Who was that? I recognized Al from Quantum Leap. Mm. Quantum Leap reference. I come from the future, from a city that travels in time, and we can choose what time zone we want to appear in. Right now, it should be around the end of the 32nd century. It's coming back in time. <laughs> oh. There's going to be that. The production value is not too Yeah, I was about to say, this doesn't look awful. Are they human? Only by a stretch of the imagination. And what about you? Are you human? Back up the line, they're still discovering. Form the triangle. Storm the city. Destroy the wall. Whoa! Oh! What? There you go. Princess Leia in Star Wars. So we understand each other, mister. The moment that circuit closes, I'm in dark. The hell you are. Hey, Quantum Leap, you're right. Keep Tom. Give it a job to do, Smith. Now do it. Tom Burlinson has... Time Guardian. Wow, I they got some you. some actors here. Let's get these tin cans. Go, go. <laughs> Carrie Fisher shows up, huh? Guardian. Is that a Cylon? That's what I was wondering. That, yeah, they reminded me of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. Wow. First of all, well, when did this come out? Yeah. I don't think this is too bad, buddy. Yeah. Just I, I kind of want to watch this thing. Yeah. Especially with Carrie Fisher in it. Huh. I think the tra- the trailer is better than the film. It's, oh, okay. It's, it's not that oh. watchable. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah it, no, didn't, it didn't look good. It, it gave me Terminator vibes, though. Me Absolutely. Too. Absolutely. It, had, it had a Terminator feel to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, the one guy is supposed to make you think of uh, Kyle Reese. Yeah. yeah. Which there is you go. That's that, right. Uh, his yeah. whole demeanor and, and everything. And I will uh, say plus, Carrie looked great. 87? Yeah. That's yeah. How, how many years after Terminator came out? It's four years after Jedi. Four years after Jedi. I'm surprised Carrie Fisher took this gig. Me too. Yeah. It lost a lot of money, so it didn't make its money back at all. 
It's wow. not even a, it's not even a cult film. I would say it's. Um, I've never even it's, heard it's, of it. It's, it's been forgotten crazy. about. Wow, that was uh, pretty bad. I, I wonder if this got Dean Stockwell the Quantum Leap job. He knows time. He's been in time movies. <laughs> yeah, Quantum Leap was a show. Let me tell you, it was. That was a good one. In a post-apocalyptic wasteland. What's America 3000? We had to track that down. So, yeah, yeah, that was was something else. Yeah, it really was. I don't know if it was as good as the condom one, though, Turbo. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you could top that. That's tough to trail. It really is. Rub it out. (laughs) (laughs) Comic book TV movie news. The Russo brothers. I wanted to get King Tom and Les's take on this because they talked to Digital Spy about Secret Wars. Uh, speaking of Bro Bible, Joe Russo called Secret Wars event storytelling at its finest, saying that he is intrigued by the idea of villains having to team up with heroes. Anthony and I like complicated relationships between heroes and villains. We like villains who believe they're heroes in their own stories. So it's sort of built into the notion of Secret Wars. To execute something on the scale of Infinity War was directly related to the dream of Secret Wars, which is even larger in scale. It would be the biggest movie you could possibly imagine. That's what really excites us about the story. The ambition of it, it's even bigger than the ambition of Infinity Saga. So you guys obviously know the story. Can Secret Wars be done by the Russo brothers for Marvel and the MCU? What's your take on this? Which which uh, version are they going to do? That's the question. 7.4. Yeah, that's, that's the best one. <laughs> Good. We're set then. No. Moving on. Because there's, there's a... There's a newer version of Secret Wars. Okay, I would imagine uh, he's. They're talking about the, the earlier version, right? The the very popular, the biggest one. Because that they said that that gave him the inspiration to be able to do what they did with Infinity War. Okay. I mean, that's a lot, though. There, that's a lot to pull off, though. Is there something that can you explain to us real quickly what it, the background is or what the synopsis is of Secret Wars? Yeah, it was it was Marvel's first huge crossover. They did it over the span of a year in like 1984, 1985. It was really designed to sell toys. They came up with the name and then got a bunch of their writers together and said, figure out how to tell a year full of stories that will make some changes to the universe. You know, Spider-Man's black costume came out, came out of it. Uh, Colossus broke up with Kitty Pride. Magneto started turning good. Uh, and a number of other things. It was about this alien called the Beyonder who wanted to test life. So he took... Earth's greatest heroes and villains transported them to this planet and had them fight each other. Interesting. All, all, all it is is straight out warfare, fighting. Yeah, just yeah. everybody yeah. going at each other, just fighting, fighting, fighting. So, there, but there's subsequent Secret Wars since then. So there's Secret Wars two. There's another one that's come out. Seven point four, like I said. Yeah. So that's the that's where my question is: is which one are they gonna? You know, if they do the original one. That's pretty cool because they, like King Tom said, they can do Spider-Man suit comes out of that. The black suit comes out of that. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Uh, the symbiote, basically. People which, are brought back to life. Am I? Am at I one point right? in the books, the Beyonder just boom snatches people out. Like, yeah. No, 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 no. He just kills everybody. He just like oh, bam, really? and then and Beyonder is the Thanos of this story. Something like that. The Beyonder is not a good, Mm-mm. not a good a guy. Dick. Good, not a good like. Yeah, it, uh. they'd have to change the story a lot. Yeah, and I think the other thing is they would have to have they'd have to figure out something to do with villains because Marvel tends to get rid of their villains quickly. Mm-hmm. That's what I was asking about bringing people back. 
I think at one point the Beyonder was written as the uh, editor. It was it Jim Shooter. Yeah, it was Jim Shooter. It was a parody. He's a parody of Jim Shooter, if I'm not mistaken. Like, yeah. So that's why I'm saying like they'd have to change a lot, or they or like King Tom, they'd have to change a lot, and then maybe give us a different villain. But like you said, they 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 kill the villains off. Right. So it's yeah, I, like, and they would need to make some movies other than infinity war where the villains win to make them seem like enough of a threat hmm i mean this could be uh, i don't know i mean if they did like maybe a disney plus series maybe that would work better than a no i don't think they'll come back for a disney plus series they they, they want to do this on screen and how much time would you need to lead up to this? You need six, seven years, you need five years to lead up to six. I mean, Wars. they could just make one three hour bomb of like just one three hour, like, here you go, man. This is Secret Wars. And it's just the Beyonder transports everybody. They're on this planet and he just says, go at it hmm. and win my favor or whatever. And just starts letting them go for it. Yeah. And I mean, like Battle Royale or like a uh, Hunger Games style where everybody's just, you know, teaming up and. Right running all over this planet, destroying it and killing each other. The, the other thing though, is you also had the X-Men as a major part of it. And at first mm-hmm. the heroes, the heroes didn't trust them. That's right. Mm. And that, that was like, so they were kind of a third faction and that, that was a cool part of the story, but I don't know if you could just do it where the X-Men aren't a huge part of the MCU and the Magneto thing too. Cause the yeah. villains get pissed. The villains are like, whoa, what? what? Where are you going? Like, you're with us. What's happening here? You know? So, I mean, it'd be cool if they just wanted to do like a legit full-blown nuclear scrap. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited if they just come back and do whatever. So this sounds really cool. We're going to end this thing with an email from Shonk. Dear Sith listeners, I have a question. I apologize if I'm completely ignorant. It's just something that I'm honestly confused about. Recently in the wave of TV shows that have had episodes removed because of their use of blackface, an excellent episode of one of my favorite shows was made unavailable on Netflix. The second season episode of Community, AD&D, was taken down because Ken Jeong was painted in blackface. But in the episode, he had done this to portray a draw elf while playing Dungeons & Dragons. While character of Shirley does make a comment about it as a hate crime, it does not use it in the episode to perpetuate a racial stereotype like blackface was traditionally used. Do you think that we should acknowledge that over time our social views have changed but not removed these examples? If you go back and watch 16 Candles, a great movie from my childhood, the jock character basically gives his drunken girlfriend to the drunk nerds to rape. We all thought it was funny at the time, but looking back on it now as an adult and a father of a teenage daughter, it makes me feel gross. But I would not push for that movie to be unavailable. I recently watched Eddie Murphy's classic stand-up, Delirious. I was extremely young when I first listened to that, thanks to an older brother, but I was amazed at how many times he used homophobic slurs in it. Why is that not being targeted? Or any number of Quentin Tarantino movies where his characters use the N-word, like they are trying to break a world record. Isn't the intent the important thing? In the last two examples, slurs were used as derogatory terms. I'm sorry for my ignorance, but I'm so confused about what is being removed and what is being allowed to exist. I'm not advocating for anything to be censored, by the way. Just curious about what you think. Shank. All right, Shank. Thank you for the email. We shouldn't be worried about this stuff. This is all bullshit. I'm going to say it right now. Removing these episodes and all that stuff and anybody even saying, why are they doing that? Why aren't they doing it? Again, we are asking for 
Black Lives to Matter. Mm-hmm. We are asking for fair treatment of all people. If we want to talk about all these different things, and I know we brought it up because the point when we brought it up the last time was that this is not what this is about. Mm -hmm. So I get it if people want to bring this up and if you're a little upset, but that's just pandering. Cool. They want to do this to, you know, save their corporate bottom line or or act like they're woke. But are they donating money to any of these bail funds? Are they donating money to any of these charities? Are they actually helping to fight voter suppression? We actually talked about it a little bit a couple of weeks ago and say it defeats the purpose of what it, we're trying it to It is do. taking away from that. So I'm sorry if these shows are not available. And ultimately, you should be calling them out for doing the bare minimum. I understand to bring awareness and to maybe even do a preview or or something like that or like a a prologue and say something. But at this point, that shouldn't even be the anywhere near the radar of this whole thing. And it's getting worse out there. If you really wanted us to go on this tangent, it's getting worse out there now. Uniformed troops are just walking up and snatching people and just taking them somewhere and then dropping them off after three or four days. Like, come on. Unmarked. Unmarked. Like. We should be asking, hey, are you guys ever going to say, should they arrest the cops that murdered Breonna Taylor? I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not trying to jump at you or any of that, but. A lot of people are confused about this. You're, you're taking episodes and away that's of, the point. of the, like no, no, gold, no, no, golden girls point, having Araj. mud masks on. Uh, Araj, that's the point. It is a, con- it's, it, it is confusion. Just do push past that. Yeah. That that's that means that means what is happening is that barrier or that distraction that's in front of you. You bought into it. Yeah. Okay. Right. You co- totally bought into it. All right. If you really want to get in there, let's be honest. They don't even play Eddie Murphy stand up that much. You <laughs> got to have premium cable to watch that, and I'm sure a lot of people do. But in order to even see that, it's like buried on Stars Black or something, dude. It's not like it's out there all the time. And yes, it's extremely problematic. You listen to any yeah, right. 80s it rap, is. 90s rap, to yeah. early 2000s rap, even now. Even Eminem. You know, all kinds of stuff. It, that is all a side thing. That is stuff that people have addressed. That is stuff that people have talked about. That is stuff that has been thought about. Quentin Tarantino is compl- gets hit all the time. Yeah, he does. He's not unscathed in all of this. And yes, does he keep get to keep working? Yes. Okay. But that's not the... the who cares yeah, about th- that that's stuff? That's not the issue. In the hand, eyes, hand. We need to keep our eyes on the prize. Like it's a simple thing just to push past that. The The sad thing is, is that this is the easy answer for a lot of these studios, a lot of these actors, things like that. They just kind of slide it under the table instead of addressing it or what it is about. You know, they're like, like less saying losing the message. There is no there if if they really did want to make a make a statement or something like that whatever royalties whatever opportunities or whatever things that they've received off of these episodes or something like that they should donate the money that's mm-hmm. something leave it there idris elba actually talked about this and he said these things should be not censored but put a warning label make it clear that these are yeah. different times different episodes different ways of thinking but this is all things that we need to know about these are, you know, the time and time again, you hear in, you know, in history class, well, I didn't learn that. Well, there's a reason for that. Nobody wants to disparage themselves <laughs> or, or what they've done or who or where or what they've been or, you know, things like that. So there's a reason why things are just kind of not brought to the forefront. Nobody wants to address the negative issues. Nobody wants to put themselves on, on the, uh, on the cross, essentially. Yeah. So, but, but, you know, we, yeah, no, less is a hundred percent right. These are not the things that we need to talk about or care about. Mm-hmm. You know, these are, 
the things that are yeah, easier. They're just distracting issues. Yeah, so yeah. These are. things are easier and they're a lot lighter to talk about. Yeah, of course. You know, is it something that we should see? No, but there's worse things that we do see mm-hmm. that are happening, but just nobody wants to address it. I, I, I completely I get it because it's a hard thing to watch. I don't watch anything of it. I know about it. I keep I keep tabs about it. I listen to it on the radio every day. Yeah, things like that. But but if somebody says you got to watch this, I'm like, no, I'm good. Yeah, no, because I won't do it because I I know what's happening. I know what is what I'm going to see, mm-hmm. and that's why I make the choice not to. But I am am I completely 100 percent aware of what's going on? Absolutely. Right. And these are not the things that need to be talked about. There's different things that we need to focus on. But it's just it's hard to get everyone to do that because it is something hard to realize but people need to realize that this is these are the things that the true things that we need to talk about not not blackface that's something we can get to later when we've solved the bigger issue no that's well said too uh anybody else eric you want to weigh in on this you two guys hit it on the head man lesson boo i i got nothing better than anything that you said that was spot on all right totally agree all right, Shank. But I, Shank, we do appreciate you sending an email. And I know that the world's a little, a little bit confused right now, unfortunately. All right. I'm going to end it on this. Uh, no. Oh, no, we're not. We're not. Yeah. Real quick. Flash he's, round. He's, he's, yeah, you okay. got to give him the flash, flash round. round. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Now it's time for Turbo to play the flash round. It's time for the flash round. This is where we try to figure out what's in that big old noggin of yours. You ready? Good luck. Vader or Kylo? Vader. Favorite bounty hunter? Dingo. Okay, great. I thought he was going to say dog. Yeah. <laughs> dog <laughs> bounty hunter. Favorite band or musical artist? Oh, U- UMI from Australia. UMI, yeah. Favorite type of wine? Sure as. Oh, shit. This is, these are the questions that we had before. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> he answered. <laughs> he actually <laughs> answered. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty good. good. All right. All right. Hold yeah, on. Keep... Here we go. <laughs> that's nice. I thought that was for him. I was like, maybe, yeah. maybe he digs wine. I don't know. He's been zooming along, I, I, telling I us like what wine. he likes. There we go. Hey, <laughs> look at that. Favorite cuss word. Fuck. I'll try and say it so great, dude. Okay? Just, like, just like steal. Just like steal. Favorite cereal. I don't do cereal. Okay. Well, there you got that answer wrong. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Oh, smooth. No. Wrong yes. again. Wrong again, man. You're, you're fine. You're, you suck fine. At this game, you're A-OK. T- Tupac or Biggie? Biggie. If you were to pick a planet to live in Star Wars, which one would it be? Naboo. Ah, <laughs> well, well played. Leia, Padme, or Rey? Oh, Leia. Sure. Rogue One or Solo? Rogue One. Favorite heavy metal band? Not quite metal, but Caius. Oh, Caius. Wow, that's old school. Favorite non-Star Wars movie? Uh, that's how much Star Wars fans Brazil. guys. Terry Gilliam. Brazil, Brazil. Terry Gilliam. Yeah. Okay. Lightsaber or blaster? Brown lightsabers. I was, I was about to say what color too. Thank you. Ignite, um, ignite the brown. Original, <laughs> original trilogy, prequel or sequel trilogy? Original got to be. Fair. Favorite ship in Star Wars or craft? Favorite craft. Lightsaber um, building. <laughs> <laughs> spacecraft. There you spacecraft. go. Spacecraft. 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 <laughs> yes. Snowspeeder. Nice. That is a really good one. It is pretty sick. Yeah. I want to ask a question. Beyonce or Rihanna? Oh, Beyonce. No oh, doubt. God. I love you. I love you. <laughs> you, well, you did pretty good. I was going to say you killed it, but you got something wrong. You did all right. I don't, I don't really yeah. like Dengar, to be honest. Uh, you don't? Just, it just, it just popped up in your head. Yeah. That's all right. First thing that came up. Hey. I would have actually said the Mandalorian. He is pretty good. Well, you actually did really well. 
give yourself a pat on the back for knowing. Go ahead, Eric. Say what you need to say. Ace job, liking what you like. There it is. Neat. Good job, Turbo. And Turbo, thank you so much for gracing us here in the Sith Lair. On his lunch break. On your lunch break, you didn't even eat lunch. He's going hungry for us. In the future. (laughs) We really appreciate you being on. Can you let everybody know where they can find you on Twitter? Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, On Twitter, I am Turbo1975, showing my age. You see me pop up on a few podcasts. I'm, I'm kind of like the poor man's King Tom. I've, <laughs> I've, appeared on, I've appeared on Star Wars Spelt Out a few times, Scruffy Looking Podcasters, and The Dad Motivators. The Dad Motivators. I love that one. That's a good one. Speaking of Dad Motivators, Mr. Shrathers, where can people find you? Uh, you know what? Check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators, where we talk mostly about Star Wars and, uh, y- you know, the the lack of news that we've had right now. But, hey, looks like next week we'll be banging. And uh, follow me on Twitter at Eric Strothers. Poison Ivy, where can people <laughs> find you? <laughs> find me in my hammock shooing squirrels away. And on Twitter at Tom Chansky and on Patreon shows for uh, Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, and the Hasbros. I mean, the bad motivators. <laughs> the Hasbros. Hasbro. Nice. Excellent. You- Excellent call there, man. I was very disappointed in today's episode. Like, I'm screaming, like, Hasbros, Hasbro, and no one said it. King Tom, do you shoo away the squirrels with your banana hammock? <laughs> <laughs> That'll keep slingshot. Away. Oh Sl- no, slingshot! Oh my god, awful. that means you'd have to take it off. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket. I'm sorry, Tom. <laughs> it's okay. You call him King. God damn it. Yeah. Less uh, is more. Sometimes that's right. where can people find you? <laughs> hanging out on not really <laughs> hanging out, out <laughs> hanging out with King Tom and his banana hammock. Hanging out of the banana hammocks. Yeah. Uh, just on Twitter at less is more 78. There you go. Hit him up. Mr. Carlos Borgueo. Mr. Negative. Where, yeah, can, exactly. where can people, where can people see you littering? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just uh, dumpling nuclear waste into, uh, into rivers <laughs> and things like that. You better watch that Zach Efron show. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. It was. <laughs> yes. No, you better watch the last dragon. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. I got a lot of shit to watch. That's true. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at the Sith list, boo. And you can find me at the Sith list. Check us out next week. I believe we have our friend Ralph Anastasia coming back on. Cake Boss Ralph coming on to talk about his new podcast that has to do with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and all the rest of the crazy stuff he's doing on television. Can't wait to see him and talk to him. And right before we leave, we just wanted to give a big congratulations to our listener, Patrick Boyle, who has welcomed a beautiful baby girl into the world. Congratulations, Patrick. We hope nothing but the best for you and your family. Congrats. We'll catch you next week on episode number 208 of The Sith List. Europe, you'll get down. You're never running from this town. And I think you said you'll never get anything better than this. Because you're going round in a circle.
Turbo has one, so we're going to play those two. But I guarantee you, we're going to go back. <laughs> Jiminy Crickets. What the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Wait, I thought you were talking to us. No, I'm talking I'm recording a podcast. Oh, <laughs> I said three. One, two, three. Oh, my man. I uh, you're talking to us. <laughs> my man. <laughs> my man. <laughs> All right. All right. On three. One. Uh, Get it all out. Get it all out. <laughs> oh. All right, hit it. Go, go. It's a wrap.